Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. Hi, everybody. I'm Shimon Shkuri with Ariel Property Advisors, and today I have my colleague Matt Swerdler with me. Matt is one of our directors in the Capital Services Division, provides both debt and equity to our clients. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Hey, Shimon. How's it going? Everything's great. Thank you. And today, Matt and I are going to talk a little bit about property insurance. Uh, You wrote a pretty good article for Forbes. We wrote it together, and you mentioned some things that were very interesting. And the most interesting part, I think, is that insurance premiums are up. What do you see out there? So we've definitely noticed over our assignments, our financing assignments over the past couple of years, that insurance premiums have um, crept up more dramatically than one would traditionally experience through normal property expenses. There's a couple different reasons for this, but just to give some context, maybe three or four years ago, we would expect a typical multifamily building to have a property insurance premium of about $500 per door per year. Right now, we're experiencing that on the low end. A great example would probably be about six fifty per door port per year. And some examples in the Bronx, uh, well north of $1,000 per door per year. So this is definitely something that has grown on property landlords. Yeah, that's so interesting because you see it on the capital services side. You see it on the investment sales side. You see it when our clients underwrite. We better put the right insurance numbers on our setups. That's really what's happening there. What do you think is happening? Why are we seeing these increases in premiums over the past few years? What do you know? What is your assumption? What do you think? Well, there's a couple different reasons. You know, there's definitely a lack of carriers in the market right now. A lot of carriers have kind of left the New York City market, certain submarkets within New York City more than others. The carriers themselves are experiencing less return from their investment activity uh, nationwide because of low interest rates. They're getting less yield, so they're going to have to raise premiums to keep the settlements flowing. Yeah, I hear you. These are some interesting examples of reasons for why premiums will go up. Do you think EDGES-TPA affected it too, like the Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act that affected rent-stabilized multifamily? So one thing that we're seeing is that rent-stabilized buildings are definitely experiencing a higher magnitude of increase and just a higher premium overall. This is partly due in part to the higher DOB and HPD violations that one would see on deeper stabilized buildings, right? Rent-stabilized buildings. The HSTPA has kind of made this a little bit worse because landlords are now not incentivized anymore to address deferred maintenance and different repairs that come up. Those repairs now accumulate on a certain landlord. And when it comes down to their carrier their premium for the next year, they look at this and they weigh that as a riskier proposition for them. So over time, you'd expect that insurance premium actually will go up on rent-stabilized units compared to free market units, I think this is what you're saying, which is pretty interesting. So how can I mitigate that? If I'm a landlord today, is there anything I can do? Is there any opportunity yeah, well, here? Well, there's a couple of things that landlords should be doing. One is be in constant contact with your insurance carrier, or your insurance broker to make sure you're not overly covering your property or your umbrella policies with unnecessary line items or policy issues. 
this is something that your broker should do for you for free every couple of years, every year or so. And now more than ever, it's important to do that. Where it comes into play for financing is that when we move down the road with a lender, they're going to give new insurance requirements probably about 30 days prior to a closing. When you go to your insurance broker and say, I need a policy that covers this, this, and this, and they give you a dramatically different premium number than what you previously had, you don't have too much time to really shop around and really see if you can get a better premium. You're weighing the difference between a floating interest rate with your loan, maybe that's sensitive to the level of proceeds you're going to get or the appraisal valuation. And so you really need to step on it. So we've seen that in a couple examples. So what we would kind of guide clients to do is get ahead of the curve. Make sure you're talking insurance with your service providers earlier on in the process. Get ahead, get quotes, don't get surprises. And one other thing, I think, you know, for carriers, it's, it's a good opportunity to look at the New York City market. Say, hey, paying 1000 1200 1300 a unit, maybe it's a lucrative opportunity for me. So maybe new carriers should think about doing business here. Would you say that? Yeah, we definitely agree. There's a lot of pros to the New York City market. We've always seen it in every kind of market. There's a lot of resiliency to be had. So any kind of apprehensions they may have about different policies, they're temporary issues, in my opinion. Thank you so much, Matt. Let's get back to work and see you soon. Thank you. Thanks. 